What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Spiritual Stamina Challenge. It's day seven, which means we've officially been going for a week. Pretty exciting there. If you've been with us the whole time, keep it up. Good job. Um, if you're just joining us or you're just checking this challenge out and you want to know what we're about, well, we are here to increase our spiritual stamina. In other words, we're trying to establish good, healthy spiritual habits by praying and reading. But where the real change comes in is when we apply it or we make the effort to put into practice what we read because application is what sets us apart from the world. You can know everything about the Bible, but if you don't do anything about it, what good is that knowledge, right? So I've committed to walk with you all for 21 days to help you build some spiritual healthy habits there and some momentum in the good in a good direction there and remember it's not about quantity of time spent but quality of time invested you don't need a lot of time to get a good quality spiritual workout in so that's what i'm here for 21 days here so let's dig into today's all right so we're going to recap we're currently going through a little mini series or what we could call a cycle in crossfit we go through different cycles periodically to help build a more well-rounded individual examples would be strength speed um, power, metabolic conditioning, etc. And much like those cycles, I intend to take you all through a few cycles as well to help you become a more well-rounded spiritual athlete, if you will. All right. So um, the series we're currently in is called Keeping the Context. My goal is to show you how keeping the context is super important and how it allows us to get the full message um, and the full picture that God has intended for us to get. Without the context, we run a great risk of misunderstanding what Scripture is saying. And if we misunderstand what Scripture is saying, in turn, we misapply it to our life. So let's not forget the importance of context. Um, yesterday, I asked you guys, what are the elementary principles of the world that Paul is talking about in chapter 4? I got one reply there, um, and hopefully you guys studied it and try to figure it out figure it out as well. But what I believe Paul is referring to is the law. All right, you see the law is elementary. Paul says in um, chapter 3, verse 24, that it was our guardian until Christ came. And so remember, context matters. Paul's been talking about the law and how the Galatians seem to be leaning towards the law for salvation, right? So that's the context there. But what Paul is saying here is that the law was a placeholder. Okay, we were never meant to hold on to the law forever. It was just to serve its intended purpose for a specific time. It had a shelf life, if you will. But what the Galatians are doing is holding on to it as if that's what gives life or that's what gives salvation. But it can't. All right. And this is the message that Paul is uh, stressing to them that only faith in Jesus can save. So I ask you to spend some time also to look at verses 1 through 7. Hopefully you noticed how Jesus literally took our spot under the law. He did it so that we could be adopted into his family, so that we could be sons and daughters of God, to which we should say, thank you, Jesus, right? That's good news. And it means for us that we are free from the law. We are free in Christ. The next question I asked you yesterday was, what was Paul saying in verse 12 when he said, become as I am? What is Paul? All right. To answer that briefly, though, he is a Christian, a follower of Jesus. He is free in Christ. Um, but he doesn't stop there, right? He goes on to say, for I also have become as you are, speaking to the Galatians. So what does that mean? What are the Galatians? Well, again, keeping things in context, the Galatians were legalistic, or at least they were leaning that way. And Paul is relating to them here by saying, I was just like you. For those of you who don't know, all right, and this is more context that you can find outside of the book of Galatians, but before Paul 
became a follower of Jesus, he was a Jew and he was maybe one of the biggest legalists out there. So legalistic that he approved of people being murdered, he imprisoned believers, he lived for the law. So he is saying here essentially, I used to be just like you and it doesn't fulfill, it doesn't save, it doesn't do any good. Hold on guys, I got my little, my little boy here. Lucas, say hi. Can you say hi? All right, it doesn't do any good, but now he's saying I'm on the other side of the fence and I can see the truth now. I am saved. I know now that Jesus is the only way, the only truth, and that he alone gives life. Become as I am. So now you see with that context how powerful that statement is, right? Makes more sense when you put all the context together. So the next question, we can say, can we say, like Paul, that become as we are? Are we living lives that are worth following? It's definitely something to think about, all right? So I hope you guys took a few minutes there to um, also do the application yesterday, send something encouraging out, to text um, to encourage and build someone up in Christ, because that's essentially what Paul is doing in this letter. He's rebuking, correcting, and building up in Christ. But let's move on to, today, on to today's talk, and I'm calling today's workout freedom, all right? So first off, I want you to pray. Pray for wisdom and understanding to discern what Paul is writing in the text. Pray that you would experience and understand in a deeper matter what freedom truly is and what it truly means, okay? The reading for today, part two, I want you to read Galatians chapter five. Read through it at least three times. It is so good, all right? You can't miss anything. I can't cover it all in this video, but read it, soak it in, meditate on it and what it means. It's God's word and it's, in, it's the bread of life and it's so good, all right? Uh, a couple questions to ask yourself through the reading there. As you read, take note of the heavy emphasis on freedom. Underline or highlight each time it is mentioned and let the truth sink in. What are they free from? Remember context, all right, when you're answering that. The second thing during your reading, take some time, look at verses 13 through 15. If we are free from the law, does that mean we can... Uh, do whatever we please. Are we free to do whatever? Okay, think about that. And the third thing through your reading there, read verses 16 through 26. All right, read verses 16 through 26 and answer this question. What's the key to walking in true freedom? All right, um, so think about those things, the application, the third part for today. Again, this is where the change happens. All right, go through the list that Paul gives of works of the flesh in verses 19 through 21. Write down in your notebook which ones of these can you see in your life. Be honest and maybe write down even some of the ones that you that used to describe you. All right. Then note that Paul writes in verses 24 and 25 that those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires, meaning we must put our fleshly desires to death. So the question, have you crucified your flesh or do you take liberty and think your freedom in Christ means you have freedom to sin? All right, if that's you, you might want to think again. If we are honest though, Sinful desires like to sneak back in. Weeds start to grow in our heart, but what we have to do is constantly work the ground. Hold on real quick, guys. I've got to check on this tool. There you go. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. Man, my little boy likes to get into some things. I had to check on him real quick. But, um, Weeds like to come back in and they like to sneak in, so we constantly have to work the ground. But what um, the way we do that, we find an area that we struggle with that are in these verses and we attack it with the spirit. Okay, we attack the flesh with the spirit. 
Notice how in those verses that the spirit is very opposite of the flesh. In Ephesians chapter 4, Paul gives some examples and he says, if you struggle with this, replace it with the opposite. All right? He gives examples saying, if you struggle with falsehood, let each one of you speak truth. He says, let the thief no longer steal, but to work. Because you'll find in life that it is hard to just simply cut something out. Right? If we're putting our flesh to death, something else has to take its place. So if we kill that, yeah, we got to find some, something to take its place something good though okay so we replace the bad with something good so today after you go through the list of fleshly works i want you to seek to replace them with something good all right um pray and seek out some opportunities to put these into practice today okay if you struggle with anger seek to love if you struggle with idolatry you know idolizing things seek to refocus your worship on jesus okay it's a packed chapter. I hope you're all blessed by your workout today. Remember this, as Christians, we're no longer under the law, but that does not mean that we are free to do what we want. Rather, it means that we are now under the leading of the Holy Spirit. Make sure you read those traits of the flesh and spirit. I can't stress enough. stress it enough. The Spirit will not ever lead you to the works of the flesh. So if you are in the flesh, you are not in the Spirit and therefore, you may not be as free as you think you are, okay? Don't submit yourselves to a yoke of slavery. Jesus died so you could be free and so that you could be free to live for him. Amen? All right? That's good stuff. So go out there. Work hard. Remember, nothing will change if you don't change what you do. So put in work. If this has been helpful or challenging to you, please take a moment. Share it on social media there. Tag a friend in it. Whatever you have to do so that others can be challenged and strengthened as well. Thanks for watching, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.